And now... Presenting... The two-time undisputed tag team champions of the world. That's us. It's us. We're back in action. We are the tag team champions of the world. So, yeah, we're going to show them. Got the belt and everything. You can't stop us. Can't stop one stop. They tried. They came. We they did not conquer. We conquered. They did not we conquer. We beat their ass. We beat the shit out of some people while we were drunk as shit. Look, I just want to say happy late birthday to Josh. I appreciate it. And everybody that came that day and everybody that couldn't make it and sent me their birthday wishes, I appreciate you all. It's all love. But, Daniel, how does it feel to be back in the studio for the first time in about two or three weeks? It feels good. You know, there was some changes that we had to make. A couple things happened in the past. We got a new table back here now. We do uh, have a new desk. Because of uh, certain situations. But it feels amazing. Honestly, I'm glad to be back. Fuck yeah. Talk about some stuff. Get some stuff taken. Coming off of a... Some stuff taken? Uh, something like that. Look, anyways. You know some robbers that are coming through? Dude, yeah. Like T.I. in the movie Taken? I'm Chris a thief. Brown? Is that a, what? You haven't seen that movie? No, I was like, Taken? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, wait, that's Takers. I Sorry. Like, I was like, Not I will taken. find you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, will kill. Like, I was like, what? Takers is the one I was Excuse thinking. Excuse me, Taken. I was like, I don't remember that <laughs> them being in that role. What part did they play? Yeah, oh, no, I'm coming off a high, you know, from this win and uh, the dub we took on your birthday. We had a beer pong tournament, 10 teams. Uh, each head was 10 to buy in, so... We d- we did it for the house. We did it for the squad. We did it for the people. Yeah, we did it for the community. It was a it was a tough win, but we took it. It was great. On the chin. Amazing. Uh, so last night, we uh, watched the movie Tenet. Just want to say that movie's pretty great. I would like to say that I should have seen it before now, but I'm the wor- the wait was all the worthwhile. That movie was well put together. Not just the shots, but the storyline, the the plot. Dialogue How was really good. The dialogue was a little hard to follow at first. It was like, <laughs> are you guys serious? Like, come on, like, writer's room, need to do a little bit more work here, a little bit more cocaine, and you might get to the <laughs> where you're, what you're looking for here. I was laughing. I was like, dude, I felt like I was watching Batman face the Riddler half the time. Like, I was like, am I supposed to guess what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Like, it's, it's interesting because, I don't know, I feel like those riddles – almost have to happen like you ever wonder like the seven wonders of the world type shit like would they really be so wonderful if they if you had access to them all the time or if everyone had access to them you know what i mean it's like the mysteries in in life is is why the things that are sacred are so sacred type shit yeah so those riddles are necessary to keep that information secured and that have that knowledge what was it it was uh they said all of our knowledge is divided type shit yeah it's something like that it's it's at a point where you're like, okay, so no one knows what's going on. <laughs> it's like we don't know what's going on, but it's it's okay because neither does anyone else. No <laughs> one knows what's going on. They're just doing shit. They're like, like no one's telling anyone anything. <laughs> They're like, look. And whenever they, someone gets sent to someone to learn something, even that person's like, I don't have really much to teach you. It's gonna be on you to learn it yourself. <laughs> I know what we're doing. You don't. <laughs> like that was the line from the leader. So all right, we're going out there. We're just doing shit. He said, "That's a need to know basis, and you don't." <laughs> well, like, fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> put what my it was. life on the line. 
the ending scene, like the fighting scene at the end or whatever, where they're shooting everything, I was like, I have no idea what they're shooting at. Bro, that's what I was was like, it a war? I was like, what war zone did they just drop into, and why was this necessary? That's what <laughs> that part made zero sense. Like, there's people going. I feel like invert- there had to be something that I missed for that part. Like, there was probably some intel where they were like, we're going into the Iraqi Taliban or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I caught none of that. But all of I, all I remember was them talking in a tent about the plan, not really going over the plan because these people that they're talking to aren't, like, welcome to the information. No one knows anything. <laughs> and then when they get out of this tent, they're like, some of them are walking backwards with guns, some of them are walking forwards with guns, and they're all shooting, but are they shooting at each other? Who are they shooting at? It's becoming a situation where you're like, Fuck! <laughs> People getting trapped in walls. Like I'm like I don't understand. And then Robert Pattinson was supposed to be inverse, but then he's like, I thought you were inverse. He yeah, said I, sw- I switched halfway through. It's like when, motherfucker. Like he, j- he's like y'all just threw that shit together at the end. Overall though, well put together. I liked it. There were some like moments that they could have done better, but just the whole time thing. You know what I mean? It was, it was really well. Reminds put me of like a like a Predestination or Arrival movies like that. Are great. Or even like uh. The Adjustment Bureau a little bit yeah, had, had overtones of that. Just like whatever's supposed to happen will happen. It already has happened and always will happen. It was also like that uh, that thought process of like the – remember the uh, in the Adjustment Bureau when he said you just saw behind a curtain that no one's ever supposed to see yeah. type shit? It's kind of like that that thought process of like what, are, what if there are these people that are going in and out of time type shit to change these small aspects of our lives so the greater good – of everything can continue to happen and it's it's playing on that with also understanding that time we don't really understand what time is now, type what, shit what kills me every time is are we like trapped in our own just like circle of loops and stuff yeah of mistakes and just like things like are it's goes back to the free will determinism are we destined by fate so to speak or is like the end of the movie too where he's like fate he's like i guess you can call it that he said like, what do you call it Reality. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. Yeah, it's like shit. You can call it fate. What's it's happened, just, happened. It's what, it, it's what it is. Like, I don't... Yeah. You can't really control it. I can't really control it. We're, we're destined by our own choice, like, inevitable choices. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I feel like, the power that comes out of the uh, Adjustment Bureau. It's like the, the world and life itself is trying to tell him, no, this is wrong. You can't do this. This is false. But then he's finding out, like, throughout the movie, like... All these people telling me that I'm wrong, all these people telling me that this deviates from the plan, they don't even know what the fucking plan is. They don't even know why I'm wrong. They just know that this says this, so that means that. And it's like, well, nah, if you don't know why, why do I got to listen to you type shit? And he ends up deviating so hard that he creates his own plan type shit. He creates a new version of the plan. You know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of shows like the power that your choices have. You know, like you do have a you do have a choice, but it's like was that inevitable in the end? Right. Because it's like he was already like the plan, because he was supposed to be with her originally. Right. That that was the original version of the plan type shit. But then they changed it. They changed it, and like that led to the question of who authorized the change. Who? What was the change for? Like, what was the purpose of this type shit? And And then, then whenever you get into those deeper dives, it's like, oh, y'all don't know shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then it go, but then it goes back to it's like so if that was supposed to happen it was supposed to happen like right. they could have changed whatever the fuck they wanted to but that originally was supposed to happen regardless right. for a reason but it also it brings like the other like the whole uh what came first the chicken or the egg or the mm-hmm. it's like the the rooster mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like the rooster came first so right. it's like who started everything originally like who's really running shit like you can think you know 
mm-hmm. but they're stuck in the cycle. They're not the one that really birthed it, you know? Something right. outside had to have started that. Right, it's like the the Big Bang Theory. It's like, wow, everything came from the small head of a pen. All right, well, what was before that? You say nothing, then I, I'm sorry. This theory has to be thrown out the window. Like, it has to be something that it caused that implosion. It, like, as from just a cause-effect, cause like, b- relationship type shit. And if you're not willing to say that, if you're saying that even a spiritual being like a god is the thing that enacting that implosion that created what we see today as the universe... What created that God? And it's like, it's the questions that really don't have answers that are kind of powerful in the way that we understand we might not ever get them. It's just like, to understand nothing is impossible for the human mind. We don't know what nothing is. Right. How could something come from nothing? It's like, even in this day, you could say, oh, this, like, came from this. It's like, it came from something, though. Right. There's something that led to that to happen beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's like all matters, n- nor created, nor destroyed. So it's like, how would something have come from that? So nothing? how does matter exist? If it cannot be created, nor destroyed, where does its existence c- like re- like lie? Where is the outside like factor of its creation? Right. Yeah, no, it really, p- it throws you for it's a loop. It's a mindfuck, it for does. sure. And like scientists are trying to figure out shit. I was watching the Weather Channel uh, yesterday with my parents. They had it on. Honestly, the weirdest channel of all time. They don't just give weather. They have, like, reality TV type shit. Are where you serious? Yeah, they have, like, <laughs> like weird mystery shit that weather people try to solve. And they're like, what is this blob of shit? Well, we know it's 99% water, but what's oh the other 1%? God. This gelatinous. You're like, what the what fuck? What the fuck? This is the weather channel. What are we doing? I, I'm not going to lie. The more I grow up, the more, like, that idea of, like, we control the weather or, like, someone controls the weather it just gets more and more, like, real. It's like, if it is really so fucking, uh, what's it called? An act of God type shit. If it is so really unpredictable, then why do we try to predict it? Why do we have a weather channel? Shouldn't it just be God channel if that's what you believe in? What, like, <laughs> oh, like, like, <laughs> like, this is an act of God, so here it's going to rain on Tuesday. You know what I mean? It's like, why are we acting like this is an act of God whenever r- realistically we know that they're dropping fucking all types of, what's it called, uh, water in certain places, like by helicopter and stuff like that. What I'm saying is, is like the weather doesn't seem like it's that hard to control whenever you look at like the grand scheme of things. I mean, yeah, with in my opinion. how far we've come in science, especially. Right. I mean, we've seen weather machines. When, with all of the things that are being hidden from us scientifically, technologically, like military use type shit, is like what what are the confines of your imagination? Because that's really where it, like it stops. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you could think it, somebody's probably working on it. Probably somewhere. You know I, mean? I mean, there was well, a that goes either way, good or evil. Someone uh, mixed DNA between a dog and a pig. Not that long ago. Pig dog. What? A pig dog. It's a pig dog. It was the ugliest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. No, oh, he's probably cute. No. A little cutie. No, he's not. You know, oink, I'm oink bark. I'm gonna pull up. This oink wolf. I'm pulling up this picture for you, Josh, because <laughs> it is literally. I. I, I no, love but but that's just like the start of something that we can't even really fathom that's going to be happening in our reality it's just like people are going to start creating shit and we're just going to have to treat it like oh that's normal oh that's no. not normal that's not look what i'm saying that looks like a anime monster that got let out of like a it looks like it doesn't even look like a pig dog it looks like a rabbit dog like it's yeah, a dog it's and a fucking rabbit dude yeah it's not i'm not with this ideal 
But it's like the start of a horror movie. It's the it makes me think of like that Rick and Morty scene whenever he's like trying to fix the Cronenberg. He's like a little bit of unicorn. Right. <laughs> Just ruins everything. <laughs> but like this is some evil scientist shit. Like you're, I'm gonna mix some dog with pig. Like no, I mean in retrospect, to be fair, it might have been a cool idea because pigs are pretty dope, pretty smart. They're similar to dogs. Dogs are pretty loyal, and, and so are pigs. And so. I mean, I could see, like, why somebody would, like, draw it up on paper, but to actually go through with it is, is what seems like the first step into a horror movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I am saying. Like, next you're going to have, like, wolf bear, and it's just going to be, like, the head of a wolf on the body of a bear with the agility of a cheetah or some shit, and you're just not going to be able to know how to stop it. You're gonna be like, And it's going to be impervious to bullets because they can do Godzilla that now. We're going to have Godzilla coming out. <laughs> fucking bring him out. Or Where's you, King Kong? Have you seen that movie, uh, <laughs> Rampage, with uh, no, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I it's didn't. like these. It's kind of what it's about. It's like this genetically modified like serum that gets put into different types of animals across the earth to try to like see what they would like react to it as, and it turns this ape like into a like it was a bi- albino ape, uh, a wolf, and some water monster. I think it was a crocodile or something like that. But it was like basically like from three different parts of the earth type shit these were being like tested on and they kind of i forgot what like what the premise was or like how exactly they like broke out but essentially what it was was it was just literally like a serum that was injected into these animals type shit and just turned them into super gigantic monsters that were destroying cities and shit but we're recreating dinosaurs right now we're recreating horror movies for why (laughs) it's uh, jurassic park (laughs) pandemic part one like Like, it was like (laughs) i am a legend looking ass you know what i'm saying it's like we're looking at honestly what it feels like is that the simulation creators like stop having original ideas and they're just like kind of pulling some strings from the past to be like Hey, they won't remember this one. I feel like we say it's a simulation so much. That it's like, is it? You know what I was thinking, though? Uh, so I was, I think we had this conversation, too. It's talking about how Elon Musk. Elon has, Tusk? Has he, yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, he has, like, he was talking about the hive mind, right? Where we mm-hmm. all can kind of, like, link to, like. Neuralink? Neuralink in yeah. a sense, right? So if we all were to have a hive mind. This is where I'm at. So, like, next, if we were to have a conscious evolution, right? If, like, a hive mind, wouldn't that essentially be, like, we'd be, like, God? Uh, we would, so, like, the in the way that you say God is in with, uh, within all of us, yes. Because we would be within each other all the time. So We'd be one esen- being. Essentially, yes. To have, like, the actual, I guess, ability to manipulate our own reality like that is more so on the speculative side than the factual side. It's possible. Because even, well, you say it's possible, but we don't even know really how viable these ideals are. You know what I mean? Because it is like the ideal that we'll all have one mind, so we'll all be able to understand each other completely perfectly, and we'll all be able to work in perfect harmony. It's like, eh, that's only if the right person has the agenda setting. You know what I mean? Like, we're all one hive mind. Like, do we all get to have our still, like, is all of our quirks and tweaks and thought processes entered into this one algorithm and it fixes itself and now we are all that or is it someone has this neural link technology that they're putting out and everyone that that necessarily uses it is under their mind under their hive mind if that makes sense it's like i am now controlling all of you like in the uh 
whenever Rick heisted the heisted, tr- uh, yeah, the whole heist is like, welcome to Rick's ten thousand four hundred and seventy-two. Th- like, billion. Or exactly <laughs> like, uh, do you ever see was a gamer? Yeah, you remember that where like yeah. he literally was like a genius or whatever. Right. It's crazy too because that was like if like society was at a point where technology was so high. And like literally, poverty was like at an all-time high, and like right. people were just watching prisoners kill each other. But see, but then he was controlling people through like a hive mind, like through right. his thoughts, he was controlling people. Right. What and the so, fuck is that? so what I'm saying is, is that like there's ideally there's a lot of things that that could be used for positive growth of the human race, maybe even past our bodily like egos and things like that maybe turning us into a level of a god like you say but realistically it also seems like a level of control that none of us really even know how to predict i feel like things are just going so fast it's like thinking like oh i have it you have it that means we're gonna be on perfect basis but that doesn't necessarily mean it's your perfect basis because don't we all have a different like uh what's it called ideal of what perfect is you know what i mean what having a good life means what being a good person means what doing productive things means we all have a different view on these like topics that are kind of perceptive so if it comes into a hive situation who's who's is right who's gets chosen to be this is the the way that the hive should go type shit what kind of algorithm or person is involved in that type of powerful decision man it's tough because it's like so many things are happening right now. It's hard to even predict where our future is going to go. I mean, sure. at this point, I think everyone kind of uh, is leaning towards uh, natural disasters and the oceans depleting the human race. Yeah, I mean, we're depleting ourselves. Yeah, in a yeah. sense. But, I mean, I think pushing towards something that's p- positive, I guess, towards like the social aspect of what we're dealing with now in our current situation is probably better but i don't think just given the way oppression has happened in the past i don't think allowing one person or even one company or even one country to have the power of taking over the entirety of the world and that's kind of what it is if everyone ever if everyone that's on earth has the ability to tap in and be on this one hive mind it's like it's not it's probably not you setting that shit up Oh, no, so you're stepping into it like, oh, I believe in this. This is going to happen. It's just like, what kind of faith do you really have that you're on the right side of history? I think everyone wants to be on the right side of history. I think everyone more thinks they're on the right side of history. More times than not. You're but realistically, we have no education system that is actually showing us what our history even means. We get agendas tied into these histories. We get problems that maybe never existed but only do so that something can sound right. It's like... Why are we? Uh, why did we go fight a war for the the war on terror? It's like, bitch, you are causing more terror than was ever caused to you. It kind of goes in this war on terror. It kind of like, goes back let's to just be real. You, you're saying that you have this like nationalistic aspect to where it's us versus them, but that's not always. Ha- it's not always that cut and dry. You're killing a lot of innocent people to make sure that your country comes out on top. See, that's what I'm saying. It kind of goes back to the the uh, movie of Tenet. Like they're all doing something and fighting for their cause. And then you know the moment where he's talking to him on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he's saying you're doing all this blindly. I'm doing like he's like I'm about to end the world because like in the future we have nothing. You know, mm-hmm. there's humans, but everything's depleted. Basically, like nothing. Might as well destroy us now. 
right. is for the greater good. He has his own cause, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, on the other side, they believe what they're fighting for to stop everything is right. But they don't even know. But they're blindly fighting for it. They're blindly yeah, they, fighting they, for they it. They believe in what they're fighting for, but don't. But are blinding themselves on the battlefield. And they think they're saving the world. Yeah. And I think the ending kind of get, get is what got me a little bit because they think they're saving the world, right? But are you really if it's ultimately going to die later on and you're really giving people a worse? You're uh, saving the world now just to c- continue this uh, path that it's already been on to path of destruction. enter its demise. Exactly. And so you're saving the world now to kill it later. Whenever this guy's purpose was to kill it now, and don't get me wrong, it sounds bad, but at least you can't tell him that it's wrong. <laughs> you have no ability to tell him that it's wrong because the only thing that you've been fighting for this whole time is the greater good. Whenever you find out why he's doing this and why and why this is all happening, it's like, do I even know what the greater good is? I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it, that's when it becomes just like, I'm still going to fight for what I believe in. I just understand now that I didn't know what I was talking about beforehand. <laughs> in the end, though, it's even is he really fighting for the greater good or was he fighting just so she could see her son again? Both. I mean, that's his greater good. That's my point is that everyone has their own perceptions and their own roles that they take on for themselves. So uh, you can't tell him that that's not the greater good. So you had a whole like basically a whole group of people fighting to save the world. That ultimately was going to destroy itself anyways because of a woman and her child. I guess, I mean, in a sense, you know, it is, it's noble in itself. It's, it's a no, no, nobody left behind type shit. It's, crazy. it's noble, it's but noble. it's, it's also just as short-sighted as their planning was. In the moment, everything yeah. was right then and there. Everything was in the now, not in the present, not in the past, not in the future. It was just only living in that moment. And that's okay, but it might prove to be something that causes their destruction. But see, in a sense, yes. But I think more so what's crazy is, like, th- hearing you say that repeated, it, it's just wild because they're n- they were neither in the past, pres- like, they were always in the present moment, but being in the present moment, they were both in the past and the future. Right. Like, they were constantly, like, Constantly they living from the past and affecting the future while they were in the now. They were simultaneously all three while being in this moment, you know? Right. Which, in a sense, is the truth. Like, if if we were to even relate that to terms now, if you are in, like, right now, you are simultaneously both the past and the future. Right. It's fucking weird. It is weird, but that's al- also, like, just as weird as saying right now you are the universe experiencing itself. I'm just saying, it's, it's so it's like... So, I mean, it's just as wild to think about that all of what makes your face is just atoms that are conjoined together and have systematic properties that work with each other so they stay together and they have mutual benefit, like mutual benefits on their partnership and th- that's what creates a cell and those cells create uh, membranes and those membranes create what is yeah, like microorganisms. It, it, what is you yeah. as a person type shit. So everything that you wake up to and see on a daily basis is what your brain uses your eyes for because those eyes are just basically an ability for you to see where you're going so that you're not blindly walking through life type shit. And same thing for your nose so you don't like go into a burning building type shit without knowing or anything like that or if there's gas around you want to be able to smell the things that could harm your brain type shit 
whenever you have the sense of touch, it's like, oh, that's hot. I can't, I can't touch that again type shit. Or that's cold. Let me get away from that right now. Like, I need to warm up. It's like you have these senses that are all stemmed from these systematic things that happen within your body. And it's like, it's all trippy as shit. Whenever you look at it from a scientific point of view, because look, it's a bunch of microorganisms. Like that's where yeah. I'm going back to. It's a bunch of microorganisms there's that a work with civilization within, your, within your body. There's so many systems going on. It's like, are, are we really like deciding what the fuck's going on, or is there something deeper that's honestly, ultimately, like bringing everything together and guiding us to where we're supposed to be? Both. It seems like. <laughs> Can you elaborate? Because I would like to know. I mean, it seems mm. like there there is this greater plan that things are supposed to be this way and that there is premonitions and predestinations of sorts, but it also seems like that plan is malleable. Like it's not concrete. It's not so in perfection that we can't change it. I think part of its perfection is its imperfections. Its ability to be changed makes it so perfect. But it's like... Even the shit that we see on a daily basis, we're only... Seeing because we're blessed to be here, type shit. And it's like we could call down on these things that shouldn't exist, and we should because we should be pushing towards a better life for everyone and all. But for us to have the ability to call down on them is for us to have the ability to think critically, is for us to have the ability to speak on our thought processes, it's for the us to have the ability to do something about that speech. And if you don't do something about that speech, it's completely within your power to do that. And that's something that we don't appreciate very much as a whole of a country. We use these tactics of speaking out against things that we don't believe in just so we can look good on Twitter or whatever. We use these tactics of walking into a, what's it called, disenfranchised building as a president and tell them that they're the backbone of the of this country so that, that you can get some more votes. We use these tactics against our own people so that we can stop others from rising up, taking our positions, instead of progressing towards a better life. Uh, Yeah, it's that performative, uh, what was it? uh, It's a performance art, yeah. Yeah, That's what it is. very performative. It's an an art of performance. And Donald Trump honestly showed one of the best performances ever to get himself into office like it like don't get me wrong i don't like the man i don't agree with anything that he's possibly said at this point is you gotta but you gotta respect his grind to get to the presidency literally disrespected people so much that people were like yeah that's right they are liars i'll vote for you that's because like that's how bad of a that's how bad we had gotten to at a point you play is that people were just like oh yeah he's funny i'll vote for him what (laughs) what'd you say damn i gotta step back but do you see how he's gonna change the economy it's like man you know we like trillions of dollars in debt i don't know what he could possibly change to change that (laughs) like bro our debt grows so much every year it don't matter who's in fucking charge that shit gonna continue to grow like unless you get a fucking magical booklet that tells you how to stop that shit you ain't never gonna stop that shit that shit's gonna keep growing as much as the population grows as much as the fucking taxes and everything grows we are not missing out on getting anything done for the economy that shit's done for we could try to fix it we could try to make things better here and there but voting somebody into the presidency for that pure thought process is hilarious in my opinion i mean the presidency in general i mean the entire government uh to be honest that's including the uh, congress and and everyone else it's comical but it's not because of the darkness that it creates for so many people's lives it's terrible man i'm telling you it's like 
very, 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 very performative. They play into roles. Right. They play into these roles is of of these people, and they these people buy into it because it's the reptilians, man. Oh my god. <laughs> Pe- people sell them this shit, and people eat it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, why? Um, I mean, we're like, if like, uh, it goes back to what I was telling you. We're not trained to think properly. We're trained to say, yes, ma'am, can I go to the restroom, please? Two plus two is four, I think. Yeah. Do you really know? <laughs> like, that's what we're really trained to do is just listen in class, be quiet, and be there every day. Do your homework. It's like, bro, am I learning anything or am I just going through the motions here? And we're basically taught to do that, to go through the motions, to exist as an obedient quiet and cheerful person but i don't know one person that's obedient and quiet that also just is full of cheer let's just be real we supposed you supposed to live within your means do what you're supposed to do every day and never cause a problem but i ain't gonna lie it seems like the only people that are truly living under people that causing problems i'm not necessarily well i'm saying it's like in in this way it's like Anything that's a threat to me and my success is a problem, right? So anything you do that isn't on falling in line with what I want is a problem. That's, yeah. To me. And if I have any type of power over you, say I could fire you tomorrow for no reason because it's within the Texas 90-day probation, probation law. Say I stop you from getting a job just because I'm blackballing you across, the, uh, just because I know that you have potential type shit. I'm going to tell everybody in town that you're horrible at, at your job and nobody should hire you because you, you, you can't. Like I ha- if I have the power to do that, I have the power to do that. And you think I must not do it? And that, that's what it becomes type shit. Is it's like people are thinking so irrationally and selfishly like it is only them. It is only me. So why would I worry about you? I can't worry about you. I got my own shit to worry about. It's like you said, though. I mean, we are so eager to go back to what uh, the way things were, but it's like... What is the th- way things were? Exactly. You, you show up to a job so you can receive some cash for doing some menial work that you probably didn't even need to show up for. So just so you could use that cash to go buy some food or some fun or whatever the fuck you need to buy, use that cash for. But, I mean, in realistically, that's not normal. Cash shouldn't exist. If you talk to God, and if God truly existed and wanted to come down and have a conversation with you, and you had the audacity to be like, hey, can we f- pick this up later? I got to go to work. <laughs> bro, bro could be like, what is work? You mean you got to go outside and uh, go farm and get your food for, t- for tonight? No, 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 I got to go to this uh, this one office building. I'm going to sit in a cubicle, be on type, type, type all day. So, for what? It's money. What's money? It's it's paper, right? The little green papers? I see y'all pass them around. What's that for? Really, at one point, we became so lazy as a a society that we we got to the point where I was like, here, you you take this gold or you take this valuable piece of whatever, this barter system. I don't want to have to cook another day in my life. I don't want to have to farm another day in my life. I want to have to do this another day in my life. We got so lazy to a point that we created money. We created jobs. We created these things that you go to another place and you work for another person so that you that you can get a fraction of what that person made on the day, a small fraction of what that person made on the day, so you can go home and feed your family. 
when realistically you could have fed your family without ever going to that place. But we, we got to a point where we so like trained to do what is normal. But what is normal? I mean, yeah, I think we've, we've technology has gotten to a point where we've deviated from what, like what it means to be human in the first. And now people start talking about like, well, what about antisocial people that just need like a workplace environment so they can feel like they're involved in the life in life? It's like I, I appreciate that. And so if if you do like if you are on that level, like definitely seek like as much help as you can have to be able to have people in your life. But for me to tell you that you're antisocial, so that means you should have to go do something you know you don't want to do just for a simple th- like factor of th- being around other people. It's like I, I could refer you to a lot of different things you don't got to go do for no reason just other than the fact that you need money. Like if you're antisocial, I promise you there are ways for you to find your niche, find your group, find your people that understand you. that, And you don't have to go work for s- fucking Uncle Sam to do that. That is a box people try to put you in. And you can allow that, or you could tell them that I am not this square peg you want me to be, and I'm not going to be, type shit. And it, it is, it, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard as fuck. But it's almost necessary, bro, because we're getting to a point where we're like, I want to go back to normal, which means not living for myself. But I think uh, where a lot of people are like uh, coming to an end point is what system would be better? First, I mean, the funny thing is you can say all these other countries have different forms of government, but if you think about it, capitalism rules the world. It doesn't matter. I mean, if money, you think money about it, th- that's another problem, I think, is, like, how progressive are you really be if being if you're just trying to fit into a system that already exists? Why think about it as what system would we pick if not this one? It's like, how about we create one? Is that not a viable option? You know what I mean? It may, may not be as viable for such a like large population of people type shit. Like maybe not everybody's gonna buy into it, and not everybody buys into the systems that we're in now. No, so I mean, realistically, if you can create something better, then do that. Don't try to say, ah, oh, this will work better or this will work better. It's why are you choosing A or B whenever there's so many different letters of the alphabet? I mean that's what I'm, I mean like that I think that's the thing a lot of people are trying to go is like back to like local super local government like people work within each other and like kind of like uh, mm-hmm. citizen by citizen if you see something say something type of thing like you look out for each other take care of each other on paper it sounds good people I mean literally think we're all so shitty though I don't think anyone would I ever buy into that or believe in in that I think there's to be honest positives and negatives to that that motivation like going into that it's like you need a doctor of that little small little area you need someone who's gonna like you know what i mean everyone has to have a purpose that's That's the only thing everyone has to have something that they do to contribute so that everyone's taken care of in the way that they need to be taken care of but see in today's world we don't even have that we have jobs where you go clock in and they basically give you two hours worth of work for eight hours worth of time you got to be there yeah, no, nah, it's also the fact, I mean, you could say that, like, oh, so we have works now, but then you look at it, okay, uh, the job I work at, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I chose it. I enjoy what I do for the most part, but regardless of the fact, it's 2.13 an hour, mm-hmm. no benefits. No, be- no benefits. No benefits. No, you're full-time. Yeah, I'm not getting any, no dental, no health, whatever. If I want to go to the doctor, it's super expensive. If you don't have the money, well, you snooze, you lose. It's like it shouldn't be that way. It should be in terms of service. You know what I mean? It's like, what can I contribute, help you out with here in order to get you to do this for me? It's like, oh, do you need something? 
what can I help you with in order to receive so this? I feel like that also falls back on our, like, as far as the benefits side, that falls back on, like, our government, like, system that we have set up is, like, why are our corporations in charge of whether or not we have insurance? That's what I'm saying. That's so stupid. It's like, I have to have a job to have insurance. It's like, what if I work for myself and I can't afford to give it to myself? <laughs> like, uh, are, like, can we be serious here, guys? Like, Jesus Christ. We literally li- leave everything up to the company. Like, companies run our lives. That's the capitalism the that we live in, The though. government doesn't run shit. It's I the mean, companies. There are civil servants that have enacted powers that they don't necessarily <laughs> know they don't have. I mean, you got to think, there's people that are, like, with money that are really running the shit. It's like, look, yeah. I'll pay you off. This is what you're going to do. It's this the government bailouts. Trillions of dollars were signed off but only i think what was it two i think it was for the stimulus checks it w- in in the fir- i think it was the first one whenever everybody got 1200 um there was something about like how that added up to like some amount of billions but the amount that was passed for the covid relief the covid relief bill or whatever was in the trillions type shit and like where did all this other money go Military corporations, corporations, not even really military like that. Overseas military already like paid for on other overseas on other shit too, though. True, but like what I'm talking about is like uh, it came down to a situation where like most of these like airlines and fucking big corporations that have real like uh, what's it called locations across the country type of shit got heavily bailed out, and I for for good reason in certain certain aspects. I mean, I'm sure they have employees to take care of too, but realistically our our motivations are in the wrong place we have so much focused on money 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 but we have no focus on the quality of quality of life from the impoverished areas that we have in this country like they're not even americans like we oh we take care of our own pride nationalistic tendencies having patriot patriotic thought process life being being fucking a soldier and saying like how dare you kneel for the flag it's like that was never what it was about but now that you've entered this conversation i'd love for you to look at the people that are homeless in this country and tell them thank you patriot for your service because most of them are veterans and you're not worried about them so we can talk about it if y'all want to talk about it i thought y'all loved the flag they fought for it they actually went over there, but you watching them down the street and don't got no change for them. All right, bet. So that's where we at. You only care about the the patriotic acts and the thought processes where America is right whenever you don't got no responsibility over it, whenever you don't got to do nothing for it. Even if you did something for it, you're not worried about the other people that did something for it. You only worried about your goddamn self, your family, and that makes sense. I understand it. But that's it. That's where the parameter ends for you. Got to provide. That's where the parameter ends for you, though. Once you provide it, is that is that job done? Like, once you find out, like, in your future, once you find out, like, oh, man, I got my kids, my wife, she got this new job. I think I'm good. I think I'm, I'm, I think on this track, I'm going to take care of business. Business is taken care of. That's, is that what you, is that when you just go tie the noose? For some people, yeah. That's that's m- most people. I mean, that's it. That makes no sense. It's like it's like what Bill Burr said in one of his uh, interviews. He was like, they asked him like, "What are you gonna do after like your comedy career?" He's like, "What do you mean after my comedy career? I'm never gonna stop doing comedy. You think because I get it uh, to a certain age and have a certain amount of money in my bank account that means that I'm just gonna be like, oh, I don't never have to work again? So I'm still gonna work, just on things that I love. 
just on things that I absolutely have no hate for things that I want to do so much that I've never been able to do them. Those are the things that I'm going to do. And that's still going to be work. It's just a different aspect of a job type shit. This is my job. This is what I love doing. So who can ever tell me to stop doing it type shit? It's like what Seinfeld. uh, So I was trying to think of his name for a second. Gerald. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, Someone asked me, he's like, why, like, why do you still, like, he does, like, work the here in the, yeah, and cars stuff. with coffee shit. Yeah, he does a bunch of different stuff. Like, why you still do, like, work, he's like, what do you want, expect me to do? You want me to just sit around and do, like, nothing? Type expect shit. me to just not do anything yeah. for the rest of my career? Because, like, he, re- like, retired mm-hmm. for a little bit and then came back. I was like, look, doing nothing sucks. Like, I don't want to, that's not what I want my life to be, is right. just doing nothing for the rest of my life. Just, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, living off, like, the... The fruits of your labor is, must be nice, but after a few days, you're going to want to get out of the house and do something. You know what I mean? And that's just human nature. We're built to move. We're built to do. We're built to find. We're built to seek. And we're built to continue, like, as long as we possibly can. Like, the only thing that can literally stop us is ourselves. I mean, it's, I mean, it's good to, s- to, like, to just really enjoy whatever's going on at the moment, too. Like, it shouldn't just be like, go, go, go. You gotta, you no, should be that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is like, everybody takes vacations, but no, no, no nobody retire at 23 thinking they're never going to do anything else. It's like, you know, all these people that retire at 23 retired from shit they didn't want to do. <laughs> they, got, they got to where they needed to be. They did what they needed to do. They got to this point, and they're like, all right, bet. I don't ever got to work another day in my life. That doesn't mean they're just going to sit on a couch and fucking watch, binge watch Game of Thrones for the next seven years. Like, what are we talking about? No, things are still going to, there's avenues that are opened up once you don't have to work for the man. And once you don't have to do things for this reason and that reason. It's like, the avenues open up that you never even knew existed. And that's the thing that I think people are so willing to, I guess, forget about, is that these avenues don't really show themselves until you work for them. And so whenever you telling yourself like oh, I don't have a choice, I don't got a chance, like this, this is all uh, this is all I got left to do, like maybe maybe so, but that mindset is gonna keep you there because the only thing you should be telling yourself is this is what I got to do to get where I want to be. I think it's crazy because uh, it really hit me recently more than anything because uh, like a lot of shit hit me at once, but it finally like clicked because I've been trying to figure out like I want I've been wanting to do what, what? the movie click. Exactly, like fast forward, and here uh, I am, you know, call me Adam Sandler. I will. Don't do it. To. But uh, Adam Sandlot. Finally, came to, I came to the conclusion, I was like, everyone's trying to get to the point, to right. the end. Like, they have this thing, like, I'm, I need to be here at this point in time, or let me just get my degree. But then it's always, just let me do this. All right, what's next? Right. All right, I just need to do this now. All right, what's next? I just need to do this now. Instead of actually figuring out what do you want to do, what do you love to do, because then it's not, let me do this now. Right. What's next? It's like, oh, I'm doing what I want to do I think it's a now. mixture of both, though. You have, to fi- you have to try new things and not just, like, sit in that standpoint of saying, this is what I'm good at and this is what I enjoy doing, so this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? You have to continue to try new things and test oh, yourself, absolutely. challenge yourself to become the person that, it, like, don't get me wrong, if the first thing that you try is the thing you're supposed to do, the only way to find that out is to try a hundred other different things and say, nah, none of that none of that shit was as good as the first thing. That's what I'm going to stick with. You know what I mean? You got to really know what you're doing before you step into those m- moments where you're like, this is, I'm going to do this now. It's like, if you if you don't know what you're doing, that's going to suck. I'm sorry. You, just, you should do the things you love or at least do things you enjoy. Because I see people all the time just like, oh, I, I have a corporate job now or I'm making a bunch of money now, or I don't have to worry about this, and I don't have to worry about that. I'm like, honestly, 
that's good for you. That sounds fucking terrible. Like, for me, for the type of person I am, mm-hmm. I could be doing that job every day. I would hate my life. No, yeah. I'm the, I'm the type of person where, where it's like, you couldn't put a number in front of me to tell me to do something I don't wanna really want to do. I've been in a position where, and I, I'll be say that I'm blessed to be in this position. I've been in a position where I've been prosperous most of my life, not just, like, from the position I was in with, like, falling into the lucky fucking cards that were dealt to me by my parents type shit, but also just, like, grinding, bro. Like, uh, ever since high school, I've been fucking, what's it called, a self-employed entrepreneur. I've been doing what I need to be doing to make sure that my people are taken care of, and I try to do as much as I can on the outside that has nothing to do with money. Am I wrong? No, you're not. And whenever it comes to that, it's it's all about decision-making. It's not even about, like, whether or not you want to be number one. Number one doesn't exist for me. There's always gonna be a number two that gets just as much shine but didn't get the award. I don't need you. I don't need to be number one, bro. You could be number one while I'm number seventeen, you and know. I and I'll, I'm gonna enjoy my life type but shit. And it's, it's whenever you get to that level of like accepting your product, no matter what, accepting who you are, no matter what. It's who could take anything away from you, bro? And what's number one though? You exactly. Know, what's That's what I'm one? saying. There is no. There's never gonna be a number one. All the records that have ever been made will be broken. Like, if you're helping it's people, you're taking care of shit. If you're, like, doing stuff to help the community, are you doing right. something you love? Like, what's number one? But uh, in What I just meant is, like, in your yeah. field type shit. Like, you don't, like, say on the podcast charts. Like, I don't need to be the best podcast in the world type shit. I'm cool with number 25. I'm cool with number 35. I'm cool with number 122. There's so many goddamn podcasts. You couldn't tell me I'm not successful if I know I'm still doing what I love. And That's what I'm trying to say. And even if you're it's number like 125, there's someone who's going to tell you, hey, you're the best podcast in the world. Right. And so what I'm saying is is that, like, it's bigger than you and your goals. It's bigger than that because it's like you got – especially in something like this. I've had people come up to me, and you probably have too, just like, hey, bro, like that last one y'all put out, that kind of helped me through some shit I, I was really contemplating over. And I'm I'm really appreciative that y'all had to say what y'all had to say. And I'm just like, man, I ain't, I'm appreciative you even listening, bro. What are you talking about? Like, I'm I'm glad I'm, I'm striking nerves because I didn't even think I was striking ears. Like, let's be real. Like, I'm not expecting you to listen to this shit. So if you did and it meant something to you, that's all the more powerful. And take that into your regular life. Say, if this, if this isn't something that's going to make me feel powerful because I did it, why are you going to do that? You don't got no reason to do that. I f- you can find a hundred different things to give you that same feeling because all of them are not going to mean anything. They're all going to be meaningless because you're d- doing it for damn near no reason. Because you feel like you need to rather than you actually want to. And see that, And that's another thing that people fail to realize is that, like, you don't got to do shit that people tell you got to do. You know what you got to do. And yeah. if you being irresponsible, you going to feel it. I promise you. You going to know whenever somebody look at you like, damn, I'm disappointing you. In that moment, if you doing what you got to do, you ain't never going to listen to that. If you know when you're taking care of business, all your business, nobody can ever tell you nothing about it. And somebody tries to, you ain't, you're not respecting that. The only way that that word hits whenever somebody tells you that, that you're, they're disappointing you is if you fucking up. That's the only way that word hits. And only you know that. What they say whenever uh, you was in PE class as a kid doing suicides, they said, you only cheating yourself, son. I saw you ain't touched that line. You only cheating yourself. You ain't cheating me. I'm not the one getting the workout. If you want to you wanna be in good health, if you want to be in good shape, you only cheating yourself. And that's it. 
You keep lying to yourself about the shit that you are and aren't doing. You only cheating yourself. You ain't cheating me. Honestly, I think where it gets tough sometimes, though, I can't speak for everyone. Uh, I definitely will speak for myself on this, though, is, you know, just getting, I say it all the time, just getting caught up in everything. Sometimes you actually have to really sit there, take some deep breaths, like, focus on you. Because it's like, what do I want? Because no one really knows what's going on in your life all the time. No one's really going to know how you feel all the time. No one's ever going to know what you want to do all the time. No one's ever going to know what you're capable of. The only person that knows is you. But sometimes you get caught up in, like, oh, okay, this person's doing this. I could be doing this because this is going on. This is easier. Is the thief of joy. Right, exactly. And you just get caught up in just life in general. It's like everything's so fast. People can, there's kids my age making m- so much. And then you just, you sit back and you're like, do I, I don't really care. Yeah. I just, it's like, it's there so much in your face. It's like, I feel like I need to care. But then when, when I take a step back, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Right. Like, why do I try, like, why does my mind trick myself into thinking that shit matters when I don't even actually care about it? It's mostly because I think, well, and this is speculation, obviously, but in my perspective, it's mostly your mind trying to show you the things that you're maybe not seeing. You know what I mean? Like, whenever you pay attention to shit like that, it's like there might be a purpose in that that you're not paying attention to. It's just like you get so caught up in that sometimes, though. It keeps you from actually doing what you want well, to do. That that goes back to understanding what you want to do, though. Because it's like getting caught up in things like that is cool. It's natural. I mean, it's human. But staying caught up in that is not. Being the person that says, I got to think about this for the nev- next seven hours or I'm going to die is the person that just wasted seven hours. And it is... It's not necessarily controllable in some situations with spending on the trauma that you're going through in the time or whatever you're thinking about, but that doesn't change the fact. The thought process that we cannot overcome these things, in my opinion, is a self-taught thought process. We're stronger than we give ourselves credit for, even the people who say they aren't. And I uh, tend to believe in the power of the human brain more than most, I guess. But I do see a lot of these people that you're talking about that get caught up in these situations and don't necessarily know how to focus on what they really want. And the only thing I can really say is is that what's c- catching you up? Is it the feeling that you're having or what the feeling stems from? You know what I mean? Is it this thought process of saying, like, oh, I'm not doing good enough? Is it that feeling or is it the feeling that, that stems, f- the thought that that stems from? It's like, I actually am doing a lot in the th- of the things I need to be doing. I am on track, but am I doing enough, period? If, if I have all A's, am I being a good person? If I'm a good person, am I worried about my own education? If, there, if, if you're not tackling all of these different aspects of your own life that only you're control in control of, especially things like that have to do with your own mental health, and some people aren't in control, so I'm, I can't speak on like certain uh, pre-existing conditions and things like that. I haven't done full scope of research. I'm not a psychologist or a physiologist or anything, so don't take my word like it's gold. But in my perspective, I, th- I do think that people are more powerful than they give themselves mm-hmm. credit for. I'll take it back to the, uh, the scenario you were given, though. It's season four of Infinity Train, uh, the kid who basically he did everything right. Still realize like he thought he, he did everything every- he thought was 
he was supposed to do. You could do everything right and still not get the result that you thought was supposed to come. And then you realize you wasted all that time doing what you thought you were supposed to do, and now you're just unhappy. Well, at that point, you might not even be unhappy. You might be just overwhelmed, like you said. And that overwhelming feeling can stop you in time. It could literally pause you and say, I'm not doing nothing else. This weight is too heavy. But like I said before, and I'll say it again, the only person that can take you out of that is you. And it's whether or not you want to come out of that. You know what I mean? It's Because we can tell we tell ourselves, like, oh, I want to be better. I want to be better. But that's just words. You got to do something about it. You got to be better before you want to be better. Because that want isn't going to enact itself without action. It's a work in progress every day, though. But it's that's everybody. It never that's stops. Th- that's the thing that everybody doesn't really, not everybody, a lot of people don't pay attention to, is that everybody's going through it. We all don't know what the fuck we're doing. We all know that we probably are going to be okay given unless, like, a car accident or a fucking heart attack happens. But realistically, we all have this ideal that it's the ups and downs, but everything will be okay in the outcome. We all have that. But that no doesn't make the downs any easier, and that doesn't make the ups any harder. We all love when things are up, and we all hate when things are down. But for you to look at somebody else and be like, why are they doing this? Like, you are not helping yourself. <laughs> you are helping them and their ego. And why, like, if somebody, if you looked at me like, bro, like, how could I do better? It's, it's like, I could tell you a hundred different things that make me better that won't work on you. But the only thing that's making me do is feel better about myself. <laughs> and you ain't helping yourself. I'm not helping you. You just helping me right now. I mean, yeah. But for why? I don't need it. I'm over here doing what I need to do, and you over here seeking what you need type shit. And so it's like I, it's this thought process of saying, like, maybe if I just do this, then this will happen. But like you said, you could do everything right, and it's still not going to go your way. Yeah, it's like that. So com- maybe you just gotta go with the ups and downs and live that, live in that flow. It's that conversation as long as you possibly can. It's like what we were talking about uh, last night. It's like, like when we have conversations about the shit going on in our life, we're gonna say how we feel. It doesn't mean I'm gonna listen to you though. Right. No. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like I'm gonna take in what you say. I'm I gonna respect, respect it, you enough to hear like you, but I don't expect me to respect you enough to listen to everything you say. We you have our own no. perspective, and we care enough to share them. Like that doesn't necessarily mean we expect each other to be like, you do this, I do that. Da, 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 da. You know if I you don't, I'll beat your ass. You're not, you're not even going to listen to me? Like, how dare you? Nah, it, so it's you why even come to me if you're not going to nah, listen to what I say? It's the situation where it's whatever. like, we not finna listen to each other. We already know that going into it. Most of the time, but yeah. we are finna be on that like, I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you hurting right now, but. Let me buy you a beer. Like, I told you so, motherfucker. It's like, you're like, <laughs> should I say it? Like, nah, you're like, nah, you don't. You don't even. Nah, but that's this. What it comes down to is just really, truly, honestly giving a fuck. A lot of people don't, and it shows. But something to work on. We'll get there though. There and to everyone who's lis- been listening or continues to listen or is a new listener, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's the best. Nah, we're gonna continue to uh, produce. We got. I have a lot of uh, ideas in the vault right now. We're gonna definitely be releasing some more podcasts coming soon. I also want to give a shout out. Should did it earlier. Uh, we have a new person who joined the team. He's gonna be helping us out a little bit. Homie uh, Adley, appreciate you for everything, my guy. You can't hear him. He just said, thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> he, sa- he said it through his mind. Yeah, we, heard, we, we all got the Neuralink already implanted, so <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, already on, we're already on that level. Yeah, we're glad to have him on we're the coming team. Coming for you, Elon. Hope, <laughs> hopefully he works with us uh, some more in the future. Um, 
have him with us and kind of get the audio stuff figured out. We'll get to add some more uh, things to the podcast. There like you go. Yeah, I couldn't. That I was honestly, the word. My, I had that was the word. It was the word. Obviously, it wasn't. Yeah, no. Uh, but thank you all once again for sh- joining us to for another episode of Fine and Dandy. Stay and tuned for next week. You all have a great week. Love everybody. Be the best you can be. Take care. Signing off. Bye.